0: Yo, 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 what's poppin'? What's poppin'? It's your boy, Smith. We here live on the Smith Express show. Got my big partner with me, my co-host, Neto Man. Neto Man in the building, what's poppin', y'all? Shout out town everywhere. Worldwide, stand up.
1: Smith Express getting tuned. Scruck.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Today's definitely a special day. Got my big homie, partner been on the ground for a minute, dropping number of fire, exclusive bombs Hey, buddy, lit. Shout out to the big homie Valid from Detroit. What's good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, dog? What up, dog? World Smith big. and Neto, we're here, man. The Smith
1: Express show. I'm happy to
0: be here, baby. 313. 313. One, hey, hey, we're here, baby. Fuck Free World. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> man, G. Man, man, man. It's definitely an honor to have you on my show, my dude.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me, bro, bro.
0: Man, so let's get straight into it, my G. Yeah. Uh, so what exactly got you into the music field?
2: Uh, man, I, I think, bro, when I was a a, a little kid, it was nothing like uh, music to me, bro. It was just nothing nothing felt like that in the world, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really fall in love with anything, any other, uh, uh, what's the word I'm of, looking for? I don't know, hobby just for, like, a lack of better terms or endeavors or whatever. But music just uh, was was pure magic. It was, like, the only thing that was magic to me in the real world. You know what I'm saying? It still is to this day. Music is like magic. I fell in love with it. I was a huge, huge... I loved all genres of music as a kid, bro. Like, straight up. Literally, like, damn near all genres, from
0: That's pop to so. country
2: to, to rap to whatever the fuck. But uh, it was really, man, Michael Jackson. When I was a kid, Michael Jackson was... was you know what I'm saying? Beyond human to me when I would see him on the TV. So music just, just caught my heart, bro.
0: Hey, love that's what's up. Album. Hey, big up to and, Michael Jackson,
2: man. <laughs> yeah, big ups to Michael Jackson. And, and that real. And then, you know, as I got older, I started, I really, really fell in love. It was really Biggie Smalls, though, that, 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 that grabbed me by the collar and said, yo, this hip-hop shit is where it's really, really at. And uh, so Biggie Smalls was really like the gateway drug into hip-hop for me. I started writing. And, you know, long story short, man, I just said, I love this shit too much to want to do anything else. You know what I'm saying? It's um, really yeah. what
1: it was. Biggie Smalls just grabbed you by the elbow and told you to throw your rolling in the sky, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I heard,
2: uh, the first, I was probably 10 years old and, uh, on clearest day, dog, I know exactly what road we were on. I was in the back of my uncle's truck. And, uh, like I said, I'm in the back seat, and he just had the radio playing. Uh, He was talking to, I think, my brother, who was in the passenger seat. So he just had the radio playing for
0: me. They weren't paying no mind. And this song called More Money, More Problems comes out. Likewise. 10 years
2: old. Likewise. 10 years old. Some shit that sounds that catchy, that uh, just bumping. Just like it was. You know what I mean? It just pumped through my veins Dope. right away. And I'm uh, like, what the fuck is this, man? It's giving me an adrenaline rush. Biggie Smalls, dog. That was my gateway drug. Straight up. Yeah.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Cause, Hey, likewise with me, too.
2: Yeah, that's that was the jam. And then we got cable TV not too long after that. And I saw what he looked like. And I saw the hypnotized video. And I was like, oh, that's him. And, uh... I just knew I wanted to be Biggie Smalls when I grew up, dog. It's simple
1: as that. And we all wanna be biggie. <laughs> we all wanna be biggie. I'm not even fat, black, and ugly. I'm like Mexican, almost handsome and almost skinny. <laughs> but still, keep it Gucci down to
0: the
2: socks, the rings and watch Bill. Come on, dog.
0: <laughs> that's what's up, that's what's up, man. But hey, but you coming from Detroit. Detroit is a is a hip hop city. You know what I'm hard, saying? Hard, and you know what
1: they hard. They they hard with things. Music their in general,
0: m- music in general, but hip hop city. And I love coming to Detroit because you know what I'm saying to perform and do book signings because yeah. like it's always been love since day Detroit, one. Detroit tough. Y'all be having y'all oh, chest man. out. Even the white boys be like, "What's it to you?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Detroit's got,
2: uh, 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 in my opinion, a very well deserved reputation for cranking out like. MCs, MCs, and just dope yeah. producers, you know, it, it is, it gets crazy when uh, you're waving the same flag, that when people see that flag, they think of cats like Jay Dilla, they mm-hmm. think of cats like Eminem, uh, Slum
1: Village, Big Proof, Royce Define, now, you
2: know, in my, in my, in my eyes, probably, you know, yeah. the best rapper bar, bar in the world right now, Elzai, you know, another just world-renowned, respected Lyricist, hey, he got, and, his, he got uh, his
1: fan base. He, he has slept on because, like, the industry-wise don't know him, but it's like he's been around.
2: Know you know, it's, it's, it's you just got to be a true hip-hop head and you fuck with Elzai, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he... Shout out to Elzai. He was on my Mihailo album, and he helped me a lot. And he he was just kind of, like, real cool, man. And oh, I still really? talk to him, and that's the homie, and he he just always, always quick to, like, drop a gem. You know what I'm saying? With so many years in the game it, as an independent artist, or what we want to call a underground hip hop artist, but yet at the same time, he's he's seen the mountaintop. You know, when you got songs with Kanye West that are on 106 and Park, and you're a young man like he was when he was a part of Slum Village, you know, and and he's got a song with Kanye West, and John Legend. I'm calling. Maybe I'm selfish, and you're touring the world and doing these big things. So shout out to to L for being like like like. Uh, uh, you know a little bit. I don't want. I don't know if I'm gonna go as far as say mentor, but just being cool as fuck and just kind of giving that older cousin vibe, like you know I've seen this, that, and the third. Be careful
0: that's
2: of this, that, up. and the third, and X, Y, Z. So shout
0: out to L. Shout hey, out th- to L, Zion. Hey, that's what's up. Hey, but you know what I'm saying? When I'm in Detroit, um, one of the producers I, I always rock with. Shout out to Mo Dirty, but um, Nick Speed. Big up to Nick Speed.
2: Oh man. Nick Speed, that's my bro, dawg. Nick Speed done done went to St. Louis and rock shows.
0: We done went out of town and rock shows. He he produced one of my biggest joints, uh, the New Nasty, the
2: the original song called New Nasty. And then there's a remix called New Nasty with Dusty (laughs) McFly and Nisha Nache on it. And uh, yeah, Nick Speed, that's like, man, I talked to him probably damn near once. Maybe twice a week, you're damn near, and we just be dying yeah. laughing on the phone. Not even talking about rap shit, just everything. That's a genuine B- friend of mine. Shout out to Nick Speed, and shout out to Mo Dirty. Yes, shout sir. out to Nick Those Speed,
1: Mo Dirty.
0: Man, G, hey, every Enjoy time I in come the in there, man, it's always love, G, for real, for real.
2: Yeah, it's always love, man. We, we, you know, uh, like, back to the first question, when it comes to, like, MCs and shit, we real hard, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you, if you, you know... If you got respect, man, Detroit, we like an open armed city, man. Like like we, we wanna build, you know, some people have this uh idea that, you know, Detroit cats don't fuck with non Detroit cats. That's not the truth, man. I like I like I build with Chicago cats. My dog Slide, you know, me and him did a whole project together where it was just kind of like a Detroit hip hop Chicago hip hop like like bridging the gap shit. And shout out to all my Chicago people, man. Uh Slide A, Neek, Fillmore Green, uh, them, them all my peoples, man. I love them guys.
0: That's what's up. That's it's what's lit. up, it's man. Lit.
2: You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Shy City. That's
1: like my home from home. I swear to God. Shy City! Yeah, man. Shy City in Detroit got a.
0: uh, They're, they're cousins in this shit. Like, yeah. when you think about yeah.
2: the history in hip hop, it sounds very similar to that Midwest.
0: Music in general. Midwest
2: vibe that Dilla, Jake Dilla, common, really like tied the 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 detroit chicago hip-hop scenes and then you got somebody like kanye west from the shot who put on big sean it's like you know chicago detroit are forever married in, in, in hip-hop matrimony like real shit
0: real shit is lit. lit man that's what's up that's what's up so are you currently working on a mixtape album or ep
2: I'm always working on music, man. Uh, right now, I just uh, signed a deal with a uh, Legendary Music Group. Um, they're based out of L.A. They've been around for, for, for some time. And uh, what's cool is, is it's a special thing. We, we got like a series of, of not necessarily albums or mixtapes or anything, but um, the way this deal was kind of set up is cool, where, where they helped me drop singles, and they put out these singles for me. And it's uh it's dope to to. to Um, after like many years of hard work to have a situation where it's like finally I've been independent doing everything from A to Z like basically what I mean by that is I gotta you know I make the music but then I gotta think about promoting it I gotta think about the music videos uh, getting the director I gotta think about the artwork I gotta think about the paperwork getting the the copyright and and the, the publishing the writing the this that and the third and it's like now uh finally I feel like I've kind of graduated to a place now where it's uh motherfuckers is like no we're gonna do that for you like you know what I'm saying like 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 cats is investing now and it's a beautiful feeling so you know you you, you're gonna be seeing a lot of new valid music coming out uh whether it be singles or 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 eps you know i got a lot of a lot of shit in the works i just don't want to speak on it too much because i don't got any dates set up and i don't want to get nobody like excited for like any type of feature i got in the vault or anything like that so you know i'm just (laughs) chilling but we got music coming out Trust, trust trust and believe that
1: Shouts out to the music coming out. We all got music coming out, but look for that yeah. New Valid. New Valid coming yeah. soon.
2: New Valid. This Friday. Now, one thing I can say, we just announced yesterday, the first single that uh, LMG uh, is is dropping is uh, dropping this Friday. It's called Buried Alive. We just like posted the artwork and a little snippet of it yesterday on social media. So be on the lookout. You can actually pre-save it right now on uh uh Apple Music or, or Spotify or whatever. And uh yeah, it's called Buried Alive. This Friday it drops from Your Man's Valley, yours truly. That's so a dope be on the name for that.
1: And just in time for Halloween.
2: Just in time for Halloween It's definitely got that vibe
1: to it. Hey, who's one artist that you would love to collaborate with? Is there any like oh, dream man. feature that you have in your mind that growing up you're yeah. like, Ooh, I gotta get this dude on the track. Um the two the two
2: it's funny when people ask that question, like usually you know we 're in the hip hop circle the artists that the artists that come to mind usually aren't even rappers they 're either like producers or or artists that are like from a whole different genre of music like if you ask me like who would I love to collaborate with? If I got one I could pick any artist in the world to collaborate with. Bro, I want to do some shit with Sade, like straight up. Hey, that's <laughs> you lit. know what I'm saying? Like, like some shit like that would be the biggest, the biggest dreams come true. Some creative or, shit. Or, or like D'Angelo, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? R-B-D-O, but as far so... as, as like hip-hop and, and MCs go, the two that probably come to mind um, is one of them is Royce. I, you know, I haven't knocked anything out with Royce. We've been on a couple of the same albums before. You know, and and I got I got uh, uh we've worked with a bunch of mutual people like Apollo Brown uh you know uh, a bunch of cats you know we, we don't work with mutual people but me and Royce have yet to knock something out and other than Royce um I would have to say probably Common bro Common is one of my all time favorites that I would love to to sit down and knock a joint out with if if if, if, if that you know blessing ever came across my table.
0: Shout out to Common. Hey, shout out to yeah. Common.
2: Yeah.
1: He liked thick girls like I liked thick girls. Probably fucked some of the same bitches.
0: (laughs) Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. So, hey, if you wasn't doing music right now, what do you think you you would be at today at this very moment? Is there anything? If I wasn't
2: doing music, bro, um, if I were to like, um, like not counting like regular nine to five. If I wasn't doing music, what passion would I be pursuing? Or yeah, like do you whatever. have any other? I'm talents? a huge pro wrestling
0: fan, bro. i saying
2: I'd be out here body slamming motherfuckers, <laughs> maybe. But I don't like to work out that much, so I don't know <coughs> that if being a pro
1: wrestler would have ever been that for me you know what i'm saying not that i don't like working out but them cats are like hey i feel girass, you on that you know what i'm saying i'll be watching the wwe network and sometimes i'll be looking at these old matches like these dudes is way bigger than what i thought they was when i when i grew up watching this shit It's right. like
2: like you look at british bulldog and this is like god damn this motherfucker had to live in the gym Let's no homo like but
1: it's like i don't got the body i don't got the body to be a wrestler. <laughs> i could be a manager or announcer <laughs> or something
2: exactly so it, i would, I would Doing something in that world. Like I'd be like a, a, a pro wrestling commentator or a writer. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be writing the storylines for like WWE uh, years or some shit right now. Can't be
1: nobody's ass but I'll write the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you know what I mean?
2: So so something along those 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 lines, you know, or uh um, yeah, man. You know, um when I was a kid, other than music
1: it was really Pro wrestling was the shit to me. To this day, I'm, I'm a wrestling nerd. Shout out to Stone, you know, Cold. I say that shit
0: Stone that. Cold. Stone Cold. Steve Stone Austin, Cold Boston, one of the greatest. Hey, it's crazy. And, hey, one of the sweetest matches ever, ever in the
1: history of pro wrestling happened in Chicago. Stone and, uh, Cold and Bret Motherfucking Hart. Oh, you took the words right out my mouth. Bret Hart, Stone Cold
2: Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. I watched that. My eyes were glued
1: to the screen. Hey, that's when I got into wrestling, bro. I remember my cousin went over there. Shout out to PJ, and uh, uh-huh. we ordered the pay per view to watch to see if we could see them in the audience. We never did because they was all the way in the back. But it's like <laughs> that's when I first fell in love with wrestling, just sitting there. And I didn't even want to watch it. My brothers and them was all into it. so I was like, I'll sit down and watch it. And I got like sucked in. Pause. Oh, uh, bro, I was so I was so tuned into that match because. The storyline that they built up to that point was so, so dope. See, everything before had, that, I had to go back yeah. and, and look for, it. but it was like anything yeah. after that, I saw. And the match they had
2: was just mean, and it was violent, Iconic. and it fit the story that they were telling, and uh, it was so dope because, like, at that time, the the special guest referee for that match was Ken Shamrock, and at no. that time, Ken Shamrock was like, one of the top dogs in the UFC. It would almost be like like having uh, a McGregor like like referee a match at WrestleMania. That's so hot. He was one of the top top
1: UFC guys at that time. He yeah, he, in, was bro, the and he was the shit. He was refing that shit. He was on and, NBC and all that, being interviewed. They called him the world's dangerous man and all that yeah, shit. So yeah, yeah, he was definitely and legit. It, it,
2: that that to me, not to like nerd out, is one of the most like greatest matches because by the end oh, of the yeah. match, the crowd switched the crowd went from cheering Bret Hart when he came to the ring and booing Stone Cold and at the end of that match because the way they told that story Bret Hart beat his ass like they beat the crap out of each other and all that shit but Stone Cold wouldn't give up he passed out because he was waiting so much and he just wouldn't tap out and it made the crowd like him and it pissed Bret Hart off that they were cheering him so then the crowd starts booing Bret Hart and it was like this is one of the coolest moments. Like, the good guy ended up becoming the bad guy, and the
1: bad guy shout ended up becoming out, the bad guy. Shout out to Stone Cold. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the wrestling shit all day, and I'm sure we can because I can, but <laughs> hey, it's like-
2: speaking of which, I got to do a special shout-out. So I'm sponsored by Collar and Elbow Clothing.
1: Dope-ass
2: okay. uh, uh, clothing line that's all, like, wrestling-themed clothing, like t- T-shirts, hats, jackets, and they sponsor me. So shout-out to, uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar, maybe... Uh, uh, legendary hardcore wrestler named Al Snow. Al uh, Snow come head out with the mannequin head. He head. owns that company. He found you know that that clothing line Collar and
1: Elbow, and it's super dope because it's like on some like hip hop street shit. That's a dope but, ass like, sponsor. Shout out to Al yeah. Snow and
2: Head. Yeah, shout out to Al Snow. Shout out to Collar and
1: Elbow Clothing. Shout out Look to Head because that's what we love. We yeah, love Head. Shout out to Head. Shout out to everybody who goes on there and uses my promo code
2: valid. Y'all help me, and you guys
1: get dope gear, and you save a little bit of money. So I'm going to look for that Kyler gear. Collar and, Ky- and elbows, definitely. But, yeah, we're going to save the wrestling shit. A couple months down the line, my podcast coming soon. Wrestle dope. <laughs> Check that out. In the meantime, Smith Dispressed, Crazy Never Lazy, AOD in the building. Shout yeah. out to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here, baby. valley. but on a serious note, we got a question right here. What yeah. songs do you sing in the shower, bro?
2: What songs do I sing in the shower? Hmm. It would probably be, uh, oh, Matt, uh, uh, Maxwell. Fortunate to have you, girl. Classic. That's the shower song. That's a classic. That's my shower
0: song. Damn, that's a classic. I love that song, I'll be singing goddamn damn Jodeci like,
1: every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. That's my (laughs) shit. man there you go well, shout out to the shower shout out to the water bill it's coming
0: yeah okay <laughs> water bill records water bill crazy hey, no hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that, that shit crazy i'm pretty sure somebody out there with the label water bill records man if my if my first name
2: was bill and i was rapping <laughs> oh man i'd have a whole concept where like one
1: song is called water bill <laughs> the
0: Next song's called like you know phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, boss! Shout out to Bill. <laughs> hey, shout out to Bill.
2: Shout
0: out to William. <laughs> oh, William, <true>. yeah, hey yeah. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to Richard and Dick. <laughs>
2: hey, look.
0: Hey, let me ask you. Hey, let me ask you this question though, boss. Since you've been doing this music thing for quite some time, how do you feel the internet? How you feel about the internet changing the whole game?
2: Uh, is good and bad and i know that's a very cliche typical answer but it's true um i think the good is the good is this you can be you know uh it's it's there's people out here like actually selling merch and and getting some streams and getting some fans outside of their backyard like, like like outside of their hometown you know i can i got fans i can get a fan in japan i can get a fan in france i can get a fan in germany in chicago and whatever and that's dope that that's super super dope and it's a beautiful beautiful thing because back in the day before the internet i, I still to this day like i fathom like shout out to tech nine like an independent artist who was moving units but before there was an internet yet also without a major label and to me that just still is like mind-boggling like even if you tell me how they do it it's still kind of like at the time when you think about when we you know grew up in the 90s or shit and then if you grew up uh even like in the early 2000s like the way you would discover a new artist for a lot of people was via what, dog, the major outlets, your MTV, your BET, your radio stations, Magazine.
1: radio probably told you. Shout out to Source so, Magazine, Murder Dog, exactly, all that shit. Exactly, Even your underground rappers, so, you had your underground magazines, you'll see them in the underground magazines and be like, oh, I want to check that out, that album cover looks tighter, that name is exactly, tight, Exactly, you know, dog, I so, want see so, what that is. Oh, he got a feature from Too Short, oh, I want to see who that is, you know.
2: Exactly, dog, so like back in the day, I think like the tunnels that you had to travel through to, to reach a listener and a potential fan were way smaller, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it was like, to me, damn near impossible. Like, either you ended up getting a deal and then they pumped you to the to the the TV, the magazines, the whatever, or you were damn near an unknown. So the internet kind of changed that. But the problem with that is now there's so many tech nines. Well, there'll never be another tech nines. But I'm just saying there's so many people trying to do it and, uh, which is cool. You know, I can't tell nobody to not do it. I'm doing it, but it, it hurts the, the, the way we consume the art. And I often have a, a theory that in the modern world, uh, we still get excellent, excellent music. People always like bash the music and they say, Oh, you know, music ain't what it used to be. Yeah, it is like, you know, go, go, go listen to Anderson pot. Go listen to, to the new, you know, uh, whoever, R&B music, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And there's brilliant music still being made. Like, like, that's worthy of being called a classic. But the reason why we as humans kind of never hold it up is because the difference is, back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and back when Marvin Gaye dropped an album, the whole block, the whole city was listening to Marvin Gaye. They didn't have that many options. You see what I'm saying? So in order for something to be classic, like the way we say Michael Jackson Thriller is, Marvin Gaye is, the way we say Nas' is, Illmatic is, the way we say Common Resurrection and Like Water for Chocolate are classics is because, one, they were that good and they deserve those titles. And two, is because I feel like back in the day, five albums dropped a week, if that five three to five albums dropped a week that was noteworthy and you would run to the record store and you only had so much to choose out of and all the listeners only had so much to choose out of so all the listeners all the hip-hop fans for the most part are listening to the same shit so everybody's checking out this album and so many people listened to that one album and they didn't just listen to it for a couple days. You went you spent 15 to $20 on a CD. You're bumping that CD if you like it all summer long. So you become, you build a relationship with that music. You damn near know it by heart. And you do, your neighbor does, your friends at school do. Everybody's attention was on this one thing and everybody loved it and played it for so long. And everybody says, man, this shit is classic. You see what I'm saying? That sure. shit, I don't think exists anymore because of the internet. Because now, I'm listening to an artist that my neighbor probably doesn't even know exists. Because there's so much music. It ain't five albums that drops anymore. No, 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 no. Now, every person with a phone, which is damn near everyone in the world, has access to a never-ending ocean of musical artists. You see what I'm saying? No, shit. So... Everybody's listening to their own shit. And that's fine. That's cool. Like, you know, uh, somebody might be listening to Valet on Spotify right now. And their homie doesn't even know who Valet is. And they're probably listening to somebody that I don't even know who is. You get what I'm saying? So it's become so spread out and saturated with so many different artists, so many sub-genres of music, and so many endless options that... I don't know if we'll ever see the entire hip hop community because that I that that word is so loose now. Some people think of hip hop, they think of like, you know what I'm saying, uh motherfucking Nicki Minaj, Takashi Six Nine, uh Meg Stallion, uh 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 you know, cats like that. While other people think hear hip hop, they think Kendrick Lamar, Jay Cole, they think Apollo Brown, they think L-zine. You see what I'm saying? Royce Defyed Not. It's almost like, almost like two completely different worlds. So like when you say hip-hop community, quote-unquote, in my eyes, and maybe I'm wrong, is uh, I don't know if there's ever going to be another album, another artist, another whatever, that the entire hip-hop that has the attention of the entire hip-hop community and puts out a project where everybody says, this is that hot shit, and we're going to be listening to this for the rest of our lives. The last person I can really, really think that that kind of did that is like Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Like, nowadays, even Jay-Z drops an album, and he'll drop a classic album, like, quality-wise classic. Like, to me, 444 is an incredible album. But
1: Shout because out four of four the four world four. we
2: live in, we talk about it for two to three weeks, dog, and then we move on to the next thing. And that's the biggest rapper of all time, with next to M, Pac, and B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but how long? Like Nas's album dropped about what a month or so ago, and he's got a couple videos out. How long are we gonna be talking about Keith's disease? You know, Big Sean just dropped Detroit too. In my eyes, an incredible album. But the next day, there's 20 new albums, so we don't pay attention. We don't build the same relationship with the music we used to, and, and, and we listen to music differently. And I was reading that this is something that has, why lo-fi hip hop is so like hot right now and extreme, because music almost just becoming like background noise. You see what I'm saying? The only time we really listen in the modern world is while we're driving. You know, that that's, I can just speak from my own experience. When I'm listening to music, and I'm genuinely like consuming every word the rapper is saying is what I'm driving. You know, I'm paying attention to what I'm driving and I'm not driving like an asshole or nothing. And my brain is listening to the words. But how often do we nowadays do what we used to do in the 90s where listening to music was an actual activity. You took the CD or the vinyl record, the the tape, you put it in the CD player, you put your headphones on, you laid in your bed and you looked at the ceiling and you just sat there with the music. Just like you watch a movie. Just like you, read a book i don't think people often listen to music like that anymore you feel what i'm saying so i'm sure there's people that still do but um it's the internet is good and bad and it's changed the relationship of music and yes you can still have a classic album but you're gonna have a classic album with the community that fucks with you you see what i'm saying true 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 so like like so 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 to big sean fans and maybe detroit hip-hop fans Detroit 2 is a classic. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To Jay-Z fans, 444 is a classic. Uh, 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 you know, so so it's... it's music is in a weird place, man. It's like, it's just so much of it. It's, it's hard to say... It's hard for us to have a classic. You know what I mean? Because we're all in our own different world, bro. True, I agree. And that's kind of my, my, my theory on, on music right now. And it's a lot of things, man. Even in wrestling. Like, okay, I'm a wrestling fan. I watch old wrestling clips on the WWE Network and I see how intense the crowd is and how in they are. You know why? Because they didn't have a phone in their hand to distract them from what was going on in the ring. True. And, you know, you, you may buy a ticket to Monday Night Raw and you go, the match is happening but you're checking your Twitter or a news article just popped up on your phone and you're reading something about Biden and Donald Trump while motherfucking John Cena is body slamming somebody right in front of you. We're all in
0: our own world bro and it's a crazy time to be alive a <laughs> really hell crazy. of a time that's to be crazy. alive I agree I agree but um, since you got a huge catalog though um, what is what would you say is your favorite song to perform
2: My favorite song to perform
0: um um something to get the crowd going uh
2: probably I'm blessed that's a lot of people's favorite song that I ever made. It's called I'm Blessed, produced by the legendary Dez, DJ Dez from Detroit. Uh, you know, that was like uh, uh, Slum Village's DJ. He produces a lot oh, of dude. like dance music and and, and hip hop music and soul music. He's super legendary, respected here in Detroit. Produced by DJ Dez, or AKA Dez Andres. And uh, that's my dog. And uh, yeah, I'm Blessed. There's a video for it, it's a single. Valid. I'm blessed. When I start performing that one, it's just like the crowd lights up because it's such a feel good record, and people just start singing along with it. And it's catchy, and it's 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 just like a, a short, sweet record—only two verses, a hook, a little bridge—but it's it's just catchy. The message is positive, and it just reminds you that kind of no matter whatever you're going through in your life, you probably got so many things to be grateful for but you, we, even we, you know, myself included, often tend to focus on the two or three negative things in front of us and forget that you got two working arms, you got two legs, you know what I'm saying? You can see, you can breathe, you got a roof over your head, you got water in your fridge. And we take these things, like the simple thing for granted because we focus so much on the shit that's pissing us off. And uh, that song is just kind of a reminder to, yo, don't don't forget to count your blessings. Don't don't worry about all this shit that sucks. When you have all this all this shit to be thankful for, it's kind of the point of the song.
0: That's real real
1: shit. Hey, what's some of the best advice you've ever been given?
2: Uh, Sean Price, dog. Sean Price. Years years ago, Sean Price gave me advice, uh, and I met him one time, dog. You know what I'm saying? He probably didn't even remember me maybe 15 minutes after meeting me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, basically, we were at the shelter, and uh, my man, DJ Butter, got me into the shelter before the show. And it was uh, the kind of like the Detroit release party for uh, the release of Random Acts,
1: which was the group Guilty Simpsons, Sean Price, and Black Milk. Oh, uh, yeah, that you was know, a dope-ass uh, group. Hey. Yeah. Low key price is one of my top five. At one oh, point I was bro, calling he's him number one. Top five. He, he's, he's in my top five, man. Like, well if you know, you know, but some people five. don't. So he's like in my top five. Well, he gave me one of the coolest pieces of information, man.
2: At that time I just really started hitting like hitting the streets hard and, and, and people were just learning about who I was and who's this fucking random random white boy with long hair and a big fucking nose that's at that's at every hip-hop event and making noise out here and passing out mixtapes and this that, and the third and uh at that time i had this little my, my, my picture and my information it wasn't an article or nothing nothing like that um but like my picture and information ended up in double xl magazine and i'm all like you know excited and blah blah blah, blah. and uh so i meet sean <laughs> I'm saying, yo dog what up dog Blah, 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 blah. I'm talking to him and give him a mixtape. I said, look, man, my name is Valid. You know, and he was just kind of like he like just woke up from a nap. I was like, I don't even know if I want to talk to this guy right now, but nobody was really there. It was like me, Sean Price, a couple other people that worked at the venue were there. I was like, I don't even think I'm supposed to be down here right now, but fuck it. So uh I shake his hand, he's like, What up, man? Pleasure to meet you. And I told him who I am and said, Hey dog, I've worked with a couple, you know, uh uh people that you may know, and uh, you know, I'm out, I'm just out here passing out mixtapes for free, you know, I just had my picture and double X out, my instrument, just introduced myself, I, I had nothing really on the table, like I didn't make an EP, I didn't have a new album, I was fresh, fresh out the gate, but he just sent something, he's like, dog, I see you grinding, he goes, I want to let you know this, uh, I can tell right now, just by the way you're talking, <laughs> he's like, in the way you're talking to me, and presenting yourself, very like, you're passionate, and, and you got that like, gusto, you know what I'm saying, and he was just like, uh, um, I appreciate and respect your hustle and grind, bro. I see you out here with your backpack. I see you doing everything. You're doing it, you know, cool, cool, cool. And he goes, but here's my piece of advice. Once you get on, quote unquote, and once you get in the game, whatever that may be for you, whatever that may mean for you, wherever you make it, quote unquote, he was like, that's where the grind really begins. He goes, a lot of artists, they think getting that record deal or getting in the game and, and blowing up is the finish line. Like that's the trophy and you won and you beat the game. He was like, No, that's how you fall off. Basically he was saying like that's where the game really, really starts. He's like, you know, it's hard it's hard to make it in the game, it's even harder to stay in the game. That's basically that that's- what he was just trying to tell me is uh, you know, all this grinding doesn't stop when get your first check or some shit like that. You know, if you get, you know, you you sign a Def Jam tomorrow, the grind don't stop. The grind just gets even heavier and harder.
1: Yeah, that's And I always just
2: kind of took that to myself of, just get prepared. Like, if you really want this as a lifestyle, the, you know, (laughs) my motherfucker that just told you that, that's a legend. One of the most respected names in the world just told you, it gets harder when you get on. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder when you start getting money. So... You know, I always just kind of... I always just felt that found that to be true advice. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of kept that one close to my heart because it's Sean P. The only time I ever met him, one of my favorite rappers ever. And uh,
0: simple as that. Rest Sean, in peace, Sean Price. Price. Sean P. Man, rest in peace, Sean Price. Hey, yeah. if you could change anything in the industry, what would you change?
2: Oh, man, I got a very quick uh, uh, answer to that. I just did like a a little Instagram post that a lot of people were commenting on. Like, I did like a... I was just talking to the camera for a few minutes and this, uh... This payola shit got to go. Um, what I mean by that is, uh... Like, see, y'all... Y'all set up this interview with me and it came from a place of genuine... We fuck with you. We see you grinding. It came from a place of... Like, you know... I don't know how familiar y'all are with my music, but I'm assuming somewhat if you guys are having me on your show... But it came from a place of music or merit, something like that. Where you y'all hit me up and say, Hey, we would love to have you. Cool. A lot of this shit in this game, I only fuck with genuine shit like this, like what we're doing right now.
0: Real, a is lot real. of this, this other
2: good. shit, you really know, is 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 pay-to-play shit, is whack shit, it's garbage, and it's it just comes from a place of this is no longer even about the art. Like if you have uh 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 the right funds behind you you can get certain rappers with certain clout to to say
0: you're dope even if they don't really believe that in their heart you get what i'm saying oh yeah i'm that already knowing
2: gotta
0: go like, like you, you gotta see go. you see artists nowadays are having people pay to get you on their A- mixtapes and they host it like i'm yeah, already knowing all- And and, and that's why I said, like, I was
2: just seeing so much of it and seeing the scam. And uh, at the end of the day, dog, I treat this shit just like anything else. My father was a mechanic. I never seen my father pay someone to fix their car. Do you get what I'm saying? So the whole concept in my eyes, in my opinion, is I understand this is business. I understand this shit is all about exposure and blah, 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 blah. I get it. I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, like, let's say, you know, if I get called, which I have before, to come rock in Chicago, I'm not paying, like, to open up for somebody in Chicago. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I rap. That's what I do. And at the end of the day, I rap just like my father fixes cars, just like, uh, you know, a baker bakes cakes. The baker isn't going to pay you to bake you a cake, you know? Now if it's some type of situation where it's like uh, uh barack obama's having like a speech and they need cake there and barack obama's people call you to make a cake you may say it's on the house just for the exposure and to add that to your resume that's a different question but at the end of the day dog um, <laughs> let's keep the art pure let's keep the art about the art and let's keep the good looks a artist gets uh, as a reward not as a receipt you see what I'm saying like I shouldn't be able to 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 pay a DJ to play my song you know 10 times a day on the radio and I've been in in situations like that and when I was younger I didn't know I was really 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 green behind the ears and I just thought oh I guess this is just the way it is and unfortunately I was right it is the way it is but then I learned I don't want it like you know what I mean if, if if I get called to rock a show I need to know is because of the music and the hard work I put in. It. You see what I'm saying? If I get called, you know, if a DJ's playing my song on the radio, I need to know it's because of what I created in the studio. And it's because that DJ thought the song was dope and that DJ thought his following would fuck with the record. And it was important for him, for for his following to hear that record. You know it has to be about the art to me at the end of the day uh and and it's just like you know we shouldn't abuse this beautiful thing called hip-hop and music and 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 whatever let's let's keep the results pure um really that that's the that's the biggest thing i would change is that payola shit that that all that garbage you know i have no problem with somebody paying money for a feature i have no problem somebody paying money for an advertisement you know, I've done that. Bought Facebook ads, Instagram ads, billboard ads, shit like that. That's fine because at the end of the day, I understand this is a business. But I don't want to spend money to create a facade. Like, you know what I'm saying? To to to, to create like, I'm not going to pay rappers to say I'm dope to convince the listeners to think I'm dope. That shit's whack Oh, that's garbage. And uh, I don't want it like that. You know, that'd be like if you if you if you try to make it in the NBA. So you paid the Chicago Bulls to let you play in the, in the game. You didn't make it to the NBA if you paid the Bulls to let you play on the team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you weren't good enough at basketball. That's what that means. Like if, if you had to pay the Chicago Bulls to let you be a member on their team, um, it's, it's, it don't work like that. If you're dope, people are going to pay you. For, for the good looks and the opportunities. You know what I mean? It has to come from a genuine place. When Apollo Brown called me to be on his album with the well, the rest of, like, the best MCs alive in Detroit right now, yo, that shit meant the world to me, and it, was, it came from a genuine place. Yo, I see you working hard. Your music is buzzing, so obviously it's good. Come on, come hop on this album. Thank you, Apollo Brown. I'll be happy to, sir. You know what I mean? So it, it needs to come from a pure place is really what it... It boils
0: down to. That's cool. That's cool. I definitely understand it. You know what I'm saying? I don't keep you too long. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, You're good. All right. Man, keep grinding, man. You sound like uh, you got a lot going for yourself. Man, salute. So keep stay. You gotta stay busy. You got the
1: features. You got the shows. The, tra- hey, the traveling, man. all that, right, oh, man. Like man, I appreciate you guys. Meeting I appreciate legends you guys more and than shit. You know, and keep doing what you guys are doing. Because obviously, this
2: goes back to, to to what I just said. Y'all are doing this. From a pure place From a genuine place Y'all
1: y'all interviewing motherfuckers Y'all genuinely rock with You know We're what I'm saying We're trying to give a platform and, uh, We're trying to give a platform And yeah definitely We genuinely Fuck with everybody On this show So shout out to Every bro, guest show. we ever had Shout out to the homie Valid yeah.
0: Hey thank you man <clears throat> I appreciate y'all Appreciate y'all
2: big time Shout out to Shot City Uh, Shout out to Detroit Shout out to the whole world When this COVID shit ends I swear I'm coming to a town near you And rocking the the, the nearest microphone in
1: sight 313 Fuck Free World Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah
0: Thanks Already Yeah Alright Yo Big homie Valid Big, big homie Valid, man definitely did his thing. You know what I'm saying? Man, in my eyes, definitely a, a legend in the making. Got a yeah. long history. Got like, a nice what's...
1: little catalog and everything, man. Impressive. Right. I'm impressed. When we go check out that uh single with valid and uh Elzai later on when I get that's home and dope.
0: shit. Yeah. Definitely on this shit. Good to see that, man. Yeah, for definitely. Real, for real. Man. Yeah, Smith he, Express. Smith Express. Express. You know what I'm saying? We here live. We you know bring it saying? to you all the time. That was a dope interview. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Even to, to see his point of view. You know what I'm saying? I, I I think he definitely you know what I'm saying got some shit. Got got some shit going that's finna happen. That's finna oh, shake up the yeah, world. Man, man. And, and there you have it, Smith Express struck. Neto man, in the building. We out. out